Like many of you, we battle depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. And now, the When Words Fail Music Speaks interview. Hey everybody, welcome to When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast. I'm your handicapped host. James Cox. And I got an awesome interview with, with me today. Uh, his name is Stephen Neves or Neves? Uh, Neves. Neves. Yes. Neves. Yes, I got it right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So let me tell you about it first. So on November 26th of 2021, uh, their first single from Miami Rock Band of the Wasteland is the band he's from. Uh, their song Midnight Vampire released to the masses. Obtaining 1.5 million views on their video under the same name, Midnight Vampire, uh, on their YouTube video, on their YouTube channel, I'm sorry. Uh, they are banned to watch for years to come. We have the opportunity to, to, to talk to the music and life with their drummer, Stephen Neves. What's up, man? Hi, how are you doing? Pretty good, how are you? I'm doing great. Thankful to be here. Yes, sir. So Miami, Florida, huh? Miami, Florida. Yes, this is where we're uh, starting our operations and where some of us have grown up in. And uh, we're making noise over here trying to reach the rest of the world and Miami as well. <laughs> well, well, I've been to um, I've been to Miami one time on a, on, a, on a personal business trip. And I've, I've never seen... A city that has so much like like sports cars, like you got Bugattis and Ferraris, and and I, it's 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 amazing up, up there. And I've seen like a, and I've seen like like uh, like a uh, like um, I guess the car sales salesmen get up and sell and you know and sell Bugattis. Um, yeah, I, 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 in Miami Beach, I lived there for about a year. I'd see one of those about once a day, once every couple of days. There was a Lamborghini or Ferrari yeah. or something. It's kind of crazy down there. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm not sure how good I'm not sure how good you are on the uh, on the roads because I heard that sports car, you know, it's like very low to the ground. So I'm pretty yeah. Sure it's if, like I mean, South so. Florida is all kind of flat, so I guess they're good here. Oh, oh, nice. So. nice. nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, oh, okay. So my co-host Blake Mosley couldn't be here today, and he's very, he's very sorry if he couldn't make it. But he wanted me to ask you about something. Um, we know now that, um, with with um, past past uh, uh, things that uh, Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters um, recently passed, and he wanted to ask me to ask you. Um, were you a fan and were you ever inspired by him, by his playing and, you know, just his, like, cadence, you know, that, that, that he gives out every concert that you go to him? Um, I personally, <clears throat> so I didn't grow up listening to a lot of Foo Fighters. Right. Uh, but definitely when the news broke, uh, everyone kind of knew about it and everyone had a lot of feelings about it. 
And uh, it's not like I didn't listen to the band. I definitely know who they are. I've seen his playing. And by some point or another, we're all influenced by his work because he's just been playing this music for so long, so well that it just re- he's become kind of a staple in his and the way he plays music. Right. So so I definitely appreciate his his life and his work, even though I wasn't like a personal mega fan of him. But I, I definitely recognize that he had a lot to bring to the table. Right. Um one thing that I found out about that, that I had no idea was he played on one of the, uh, he recorded the drums for, for a Coheed and Cambria album. Mm. And I had no idea that he did that. So that's very, very cool. I got to go back and listen to the record now. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So we know that you're from Miami, Florida. Um, but did you, were, were you like, like, were, are, are you originally from it or like, 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 did you move there to? To set a base camp for, uh, um, yeah. So, so I was born and raised in Puerto Rico. Actually, oh, nice. uh, I'm from a town called Arecibo, Puerto Rico. So, I born and raised there till 17. At around at a 17, uh, my parents moved over, uh, and I moved over with them. Uh, I got into bands from the first moment I got here. I was trying to audition to stuff. I got a couple gigs, and uh, friends from school that were in metal bands took notice, and then I started getting kind of like excited about making connections and going on social media and starting to promote stuff. And over time, uh, I got a call from Mariano, who is the band manager currently of, uh, of the wasteland. Yeah. I knew them from playing shows, from being around each other. We've played shows together and then we ended up, uh, being in a band and, uh, shooting videos and writing music. So it's kind of all come full circle. <laughs> yeah. Cause, um, your, your, your YouTube uh, video, of of Midnight Vampire, has superseded your expectations, I think, right? G- gaining 1.5 million, right? Yeah, I didn't. I did not expect something to do that well that yeah. fast. Um, yeah. I'm definitely all for it. I'm excited about it, um, and we're just happy to be doing it and having a team to support us. So yeah. we're grateful. So I watched the video in it, and it's like so good. Um, so, so how long did that whole process start start to finish? How how long did that process take? And was it very, very fun? Very like nerve wracking? Because I mean, it's a it's a video. You know, it's your first first video ever. You know, so right. So, so the whole it, it the the video took actually like two days to shoot. There was different scenes. It was uh pretty much full days, like 12, 13 hour days the entire time. So definitely a lot of hard work. We were like sleepy and super tired by the end. Personally, for me. You know, I have fun all the way through. It's kind of like just playing music and that's what it's about to me. So like I just get to do that for a whole day straight and then, you know, plus moving drums around. But it's I just have a lot of fun. I don't even see I don't even get nervous about it anymore. This is like the moment to be uh, playing and being here. Also, I kind of like just give it in and. Don't think about the rest there. Yeah, that, that was my that 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 was my next question. That would have for you. Um, do you, do you get nervous playing playing for like like fa- like face to face with like fans or like do you like no nah, no nah, this is easy I'm gonna knock it out of the park. Um, I definitely take great respect to the fans. I never want to play some like be too confident in the sense that I'll think like it'll be just be okay. So I definitely prepare a lot for every show, whether it's zero people or a hundred or a thousand plus like. I treat it super seriously yeah. enough to where I'm there. Uh, I'm only worrying about things like technical issues. I don't want my drums to fall off the stage, a cable mm-hmm. to go bad, things like that kind of get in my head sometimes. Yeah. But um, 
as far as performance, that is the moment to do what you've been practicing and working your ass off your whole life. Why be nervous and anxious then too? Like that's the moment that I give myself to not be that. So I kind of, that's how I see it nowadays. And it's just fun. I get to connect with people more personal. Yeah, because yeah, because uh, I think there's such a thing as over preparedness, and I guess if you over prepare, right. like like stuff like stuff wrong stuff can can come into life, and you know you you get all yeah. aware and stuff. So um, yeah, I'm I'm all about planning it ahead and you know making sure that the key things are all right. But once we're there, it's time to let it out, rock out, and have fun. I'm not trying to overthink the whole situation the whole way through like that. So hey amen. That's what you get. That's what you get. That's what you got to do. So, uh, um, so uh, being in Florida now, um, uh, what are some good hot spots for like food and like concert halls? Like, um, so in Miami, there's a lot of really good Cuban music, uh, Cuban music and Cuban food. Yeah. Um, pretty much, I w- I don't even have like names to give you. Go to any local like bakery or any local shop that they have that they just set up, and you'll have amazing Cuban or a Caribbean mix of foods. And that's kind of what I do when I can, when I'm in down in Miami. So, so how, how many concerts have you seen um, being in Miami so, so, so far? Um, I've seen a few, I saw a uh, bear tooth, uh, a, f- a couple times down here when they did warp. I, I pretty much listen to a lot of like rock and metal, like metalcore music. Right. So I'm into the breakdowns and into like the, the really heavy like venues where everyone's just like going crazy. So yeah, I've seen like Beartooth, Fit for a King, August Burns Red, those types of bands. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I crazy show. I'm living in Columbia, South Carolina, and uh, and uh, Beartooth is coming here. Oof. So yeah, Great. so I hope, yeah. so I hope to see them. Yeah. So. They're amazing. Yeah. So um I was on your uh Instagram page um you know before this conversation and I noticed you played with Roland Electronic Drum Kits. Yes. Uh, right. So um so what was it about the brand that took you in the direction of the like like what made you want to work with like uh Roland drums instead of any other electronic right. com- drum company? So so when I came to Miami, I went from having like a space, a big space to play like acoustic drums to, uh, you know, a small apartment with neighbors right there. So I had to use electric drums and uh, I would play worship music in uh, early days in Puerto Rico and like churches and stuff like that. One of the churches had a rolling kit and it sounded amazing through the PA speakers and the, the headphones. And I looked a little bit into it and they are known for like, ha- they care the most about having the least latency, but still sounding natural. Right. And that I kind of just went for them and I've had the same fit for like seven years now. So durable as well. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. They're easy to take in and take apart. Right. Um, so when you go on, when, when you play for fans, um, do you take regular drums or do you take electronic drums? Because I'm, because I don't know anything about electronic drums. So are you like, are you like, just like plug and play? Yeah. So the electric drums, actually, you can plug them in like a guitar, a quarter inch to the main house, and it goes out through the PA systems, and it sounds better than a kit that's not mic'd. So in a smaller gig situation that still requires PA, I would probably take an electric kit. 
most gigs I, I try to use the the full acoustic for 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 playing. What age did you start playing drums? I started playing at thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah, I started playing at thirteen. Uh, I got into it I got through through church. My grandma actually introduced me to it. I was watching people play, and after a service, she saw me kind of tapping and just threw me on there. The second time I ever played was in front of like a hundred churchgoers oh, nice. <laughs> i probably bombed it but it was great and uh i'm addicted to it so nice, nice. <laughs> so <laughs> so in your opinion uh what do you think makes a good drummer is it the speed is it the uh well i don't know yeah i think it's just uh understanding the role that drums takes and and you know certain genres and, and understanding what it's supposed to do just so you can go and break it if you want and uh, do something of your own with it. So it's kind of like, to me, I see the drums like it's like a foundation along with the bass up traditionally, but you can always, uh, uh, you know, twist things around and make the drums kind of have like a more melodic feel to them. And and, and you can be so creative with the drums that you it, it's almost like a hybrid between two functions. You have the, the foundational part, and then the part that complements everybody else and almost takes the stage for themselves at times and then gives the gives it away. So it's just like any other instrument. It just has a, a bass and foundation and rhythm and like locking it down that you have to take care of first. Yeah, because uh, the drums are the backbone of the song, right? So, I mean... Yes, yeah. back, uh, the drums and uh, the bass, they, they set it and it's the literal base foundation of the songs. So. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, you're in good company with with Apocalypse Record that you're signed signed with, um, as I know Rolly and Dimitri from Avet. Before you signed with Apocalypse Records, um, were you hesitating, or did you know the right way? The, did Did you know right away that uh, that Apocalypse Records was was a perfect company for you to sign with? So I actually have met some of the people, the team and, and Apocalypse Records from beforehand, just in, in previous uh, things that I've been doing. And I've seen their work. I've seen what they do before I was actually in the band. So it was kind of like when we all met, it was like we all knew what, what was what was going on. And I think we have the best shot because of the team of people that's working on both the label side and the, the band side. So I, I thought from the very beginning, obviously, I kind of, at first, we were like feeling they were feeling each other out. There was like an audition process and stuff like that, which was just like a vibe check more than anything. We're, I, I have faith in their musicianship. They had faith in mine. We all see each other's videos. We've seen each other play, but it was just more like, do we click? Do we have a similar interests and personalities enough to where we can do something together? And that was there. So uh, definitely confident that from from very early on that this was this was a great, great thing to, to get into. Right, right, cool, cool. Uh, okay, well, uh, we just have two more questions for you. For you, um, you, your band has a Twitch account, um, and I'm I'm a very ad- advocate of Twitch with musicians because I've I've actually talked to musicians before, and uh, and and it's very good to to uh, I guess keep in contact with your with your fans. Um, can you tell us what, like, like what y'all do on your Twitch channel? Yeah, so on Twitch, we're trying out, we're kind of making it uh, a, a loose format where we can explore different ideas. We try to just hang out and share an experience with people. 
often we try to get people involved. We would try to know a little bit about them. If someone wants to go live with us, because sometimes we're live on Instagram, live on Twitch, and people can come in and, and ask their questions and join us for a moment. We'll, we try to be very interactive and very kind of spontaneous about things. So uh, Stefan, our singer, is really into biology, really likes animals. And midstream on um, one of these last streams, they just put a jet, like a snake all around my neck. Oh. Definitely not something that planned. I did not know that was going to happen. And I was a little bit frightened. I wasn't showing it too much, <laughs> but I was like, legit, like, oh my God. But, but they, they, they knew how to handle snakes and stuff like that. And, and that was probably very entertaining to watch after the fact. So it, it's just, uh, we do, we try to do different things. Eventually I'm sure that we'll get set up to do like uh, audio streams so we can do plays, shows online and stuff like that. So we're just kind of exploring it all and going into it and just having fun with it. Nice, nice. And uh, they can they 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 could go to twitch.com slash of the, of, of the wasteland. Yes, it's twitch.tv of the wasteland. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. Okay, so so our very last question for you today is: um, uh, this podcast is called "When Words Fail, Music Speaks." They can't be nothing further from the truth. Is there, a, is there a song or a band that you can think of right now um, that you can hear, but you can't tell me or your band members or your family members how it makes you feel inside? Yes. Um, movements. Uh, the very first song of it uh, on uh, their very latest album. <laughs> it's called In My Blood, I believe. Um, and it, it, I love their way of writing. They're very melodic. They have very deep lyrics and there's layers to them to where if you just understand the third part of labels or that's what relates to you, that's okay. But it goes like very deep while still maintaining something pleasant to listen to. Mm -hmm. I love that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's currently like a description of where I've been at in the last couple of months. So I would recommend that to anyone trying to jam to some stuff. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, and uh, and uh, and is there more of the Wasteland music coming, or is there like a like a full fledged album coming? Uh, there's definitely more music coming. I'm not sure we're allowed to say yet, right. uh, but we we we're, we're getting hinted at some stuff that things are moving, and so I am just very excited. Uh, and you definitely should keep. Uh, into tabs at least with the Twitch, so we can uh, yes. tell you what's up. <laughs> nice, nice. So uh, for our all of our listeners, um, you can contact them by going to Facebook at of the Wasteland, Instagram of the Wasteland official, Twitter of the Wasteland, and uh, their play and follow link. I, I will leave you in the in the uh, description box. And Twitch, you can always subscribe to their Twitch at of the Wasteland. Yes. Did I get it Did all correct? All right. All right. Yes, very much. Thank you. Right. I'll see you there. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, we're, 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 we'll be more than happy to have you back anytime you want to come on. I would love to be back. Thank right. you very much.